2: Welcome to Money Making Conversation, I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's time to start reading other people's success stories. Every week I say that on my show because I'm trying to emphasize that you have to start doing your own thing. You have to start writing your own stories. And I always tell people to lead with their gifts and don't let their age, friends, family, or coworkers stop them from planning or living their dreams. My interviews that I have on Money Making Conversations are with celebrities, my friends, CEOs, some people I've met for the first time, entrepreneurs, and what I like to call industry decision makers. My next guest I've known for a very long time. Nephew Tommy, a.k.a. Thomas Miles. I met him when he was Thomas Miles, so that's how far back we go. His career includes radio, television, film, prank phone calls, sold out comedy dates, and he is hosting OWN's relationship show, Ready for Love, by the incredible super super producer Will Packer. Nephew Tommy co-hosts the nationally syndicated Steve Harvey Morning Show, and his new food line includes grits, two flavors, Hardened Soul and Spicy Love. The website right now says sold out, so it's called Just Good Grits, but now Next month, he's dropping a whole new product line with it. And so you'll be able to buy it, probably would be able to buy it when this episode airs. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation, aka Thomas Miles, Nephew Tommy. That's why I'm going to do it that way.
3: How <laughs> are you, man? Good to be here with How you doing, man? Really
2: good, man. Really good. I, I was excited, man. You know, they, they sent me your bio and they sent a list of questions and everything. But, you know, I zeroed in, Nephew Tommy. We're going to talk about Ready for Love, but I zeroed in right on them grits, brother. Them grits. good <laughs> man those grits
3: you know what rishad i had no idea i i, I um hardening up with this guy in houston who's who's, who's been cooking for years mm-hmm. and I, I i wanted a um i needed an extra turkey for thanksgiving and, and never met this guy before in my life bought a turkey from it and when i was leaving he said hey do you like grits i was like yeah i love grits he said well <laughs> take this season and put it in your grits next time your wife cooks grits for you i said all right and I never got around to it. The guy calls me back and says, hey, did you, did you try the grit season? I was like, no, nah, I haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. And and then, I don't know, a week later, I told my wife, hey, let's try these grits. Ruchon, when I tried those grits, <laughs> I said, oh, my God, you got something. And, you know, he and I went back and forth collaborating on changing the seasoning and changing this and that. And we finally got what we want. So... Um, that heart and soul is the original mm-hmm. and that, 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 uh, that, that, that spicy one is the next one behind it. And then I got to go, you know, you know, Rashad, there's always a grits debate, right? You right, right, right. Do you, want, do you want sugar in your grits? Or not? <laughs> no, there's always no, that no. debate. <laughs> no. So, so I, I'm coming up with sweet and sassy so we can have a oh, sweet grits. Okay. Food. Okay. So we got the whole world of grits coming, man. So next month be on the lookout uh, I'm gonna be calling you. I'm gonna, gonna want to be on here again so I can talk about these grits, man. Well,
2: well first of all, you know I'm not gonna turn you away. When we talk about grits because <laughs> both of us from Houston, Texas, so we right. Southern boys. And so, because grits, man, you know when you get to real black people, you know black people in the, you know that grit stuff, that grit talk, because you know we, we forgot the bacon and grease, the bacon right. grease they go over <laughs> grits too, man. Because grits right. has so much love to. I remember Steve Steve Harvey used to love when I cook grits because he know yeah. I can cook grits. So when I saw grits. As part of your you know, your entrepreneurship, you know, you do you know, a lot of what uh, you do. T-shirts, you do the prank phone calls, you do a lot of great things. But but to go into this venture called Just Good Grits, that's Grits with a z.com You can go check it out right now. Just Good Grits, Z instead of the S dot com. You can see right now it has heart and soul and spicy love. Because when I saw your image on the box, I just I just started smiling, Thomas. I really did, man.
3: Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you. You know what, you got me thinking. When my mama used to cook grits, she would cook the grits, and then you would mix the eggs in there with I
2: it. Know, hey, hey, hey <laughs> Thomas, I'm going to tell you something. Right you, you know, you know, it's so many. Once you start doing that's why I told you, I'm dropping my uh, TV show called Rishon's Kitchen in Atlanta. Two Million Homes. Going to be a Comcast 295, AT&T, U-verse, Channel 6, May 6th. That's when it drops. I want to be able to, you know, Cook your grits on there because I do breakfast. You know, I, I do soft eggs. I do eggs over easy. I do the bacon. I do the toast. I do biscuits. I have my boy riding this guy down his cornbread. So I really want to just like say so you don't have to be on there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna as soon as I get my order from you, I'm gonna put it online, take some pictures because people just love the fact that I cook. They always right. I, I get a lot of engagement. So I'm just excited, but I just love the fact that I saw that picture of you <laughs> and on the box. And I'm gonna tell you something. I'm not even laughing in in a like a In a bad way, it's just like it's a prideful thing because that's a that's that's possible, man. You can be in Kroger's. You can be in Publix. You can be in all these stores nationwide just on a dream. Tell us about that.
3: You know what, Rashad man, you know, I learned this from you. I learned this from Steve Harvey. It's about connections. It's about you know, capitalizing on it when you know that they're there, when you know the opportunity is there. Um, you know, I live in Houston, Texas. So, you know, I have put my ear to the street on what does it take to get uh, uh, a product in, a, in an HEB, in hmm. a Kroger, you know, and we don't see many black products on the shelf. So I did the groundwork and found out what it takes. I was like, is that it? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm saying, they say, you know, if you get about fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 in sales online, you are now eligible and available to possibly be in HEB. So my thing is, well, I got a million plus people following me mm-hmm. on on every social media outlet you can think of. Surely I can sell 10% <laughs> of them some grits. Yes. You know? Yes. So, yes. so I'm just doing the math saying it, it, it all makes sense. And um and I'm connected with people who are uh, in the heads up of uh, of HEB. So it's right there. I'm, right. I, if I don't do it, it makes no
2: sense, man. Well, it, it, it do not make any sense. But more importantly, it makes sense that you were talking about relationships. Like HEB is like... Like, that's a power broker, you know. The they, top quality the line we talk about. Uh, everybody shops there in HEB, and then you right. get into these Krogers. But I, I, I'm just telling you, man. I was just so happy, and it just made me smile just seeing your face on a yeah. box of grits, man. And I, oh, yeah. you know, and I, and I, you know, because as a black person, man, we grow up and and the, and and you know, we the Auntie Mamas and Uncle right. Bens and all that stuff. And I know who you are. You're a graduate of Texas a and you know what yeah. I'm saying? You you, you, you know, you, you're you a businessman. So you're kind of like breaking the model of what has been portrayed of black people. And you've been breaking the model a long time, all the way back to Texas A&M. Talk about that. Now I have to slow you down because sometimes we just be doing stuff, Tommy, and we don't realize what we're doing. But, right. when you, but it's, it was a much more prideful thing, more than the fact that I knew you. But I was more pride when I saw that, 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 that when I went to the website Just Good Grits and I saw that .com, I went, wow, this is my boy, man. Look at him on that box, man. And I knew who you was. And I knew what you represented as a man. But just talk about that.
3: Well, you know what, Rashawn? It's, it's been a journey, man. Um, I mean, you, you were there at the beginning. You put me on stage. Uh, uh, first time I ever got on stage doing stand-up. And uh, it's just been a journey. So, uh, you know, at some point in my life, I feel like you know, there's a there's a book coming. You know, a funny thing happened on the way to Hollywood. You know, <laughs> and it, and it's just the journey of every stop that I've made. I I had no idea. I was going to be doing stand-up. I had no idea I was going to be doing radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a theater major thinking that, you know, like all theater majors, okay, I'm, I'm on my way to Broadway now. <laughs> Let me go to New York, and that's where I will begin my career. That's what you think. Mm-hmm. But you have no idea what your journey is going to be, and you have to be really open about where your steps are going. And and sometimes the journey, you sometimes you need every stop along that journey to get where you are, to be able to look back and say, you know what? I respect where I've been. I respect the whole journey God has sent me through. And and now here I am. I'm a lot more mature, a lot a lot less crazy than I used to
1: be.
3: <laughs> you know, so, so uh, you know, you you just you grow up and, and you learn and you 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 become a little bit more um uh, clear about what you need to be and in the, in the journey that you're on, and, and how to keep going for it, and and not uh, not thinking that you can't do something. So when I saw something like the grits, I was like, you know what, I can do this. Let me let me let me put my resources together because I have too many resources not not to make it. You know, they say it's six degrees of separation. I think I'm I think I'm two or three phone calls from anybody. Yes. So uh, it can be done. So I just I just don't tell myself that it can't happen. I'm always pressing forward on, we can do this if
2: we want to do this. Well, you know, the, the beauty of you, man, is that, you know, is that, you know, you're on the umbrella of uh, Steve Harvey's brand, you know, the Steve right. Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> but the, the prank phone calls has enabled you to separate yourself as a true individual, a true gifted talent, which has yep. led to other things, other acting things. We're going to get to Ready for Love, but I want to just dissect that whole prank phone call brand that you built, you know, that's just popular on YouTube, you know, just generates income. You know, let me,
3: to- let me say this though. Here's what <laughs> here's what the listeners don't know. Is when I first started doing these spring phone calls, the one and only Rushawn McDonald <laughs> said, I want five yeah. every week. I was yeah. like, what? I want five every week. And you know what? <laughs> I used to think that was just bananas. I used to say he has lost his mind. If he think I can do this that many times a week. But what that did for me, you got me to over 300 prank calls laying in the cut. I now have that many. Mm -hmm. And and what it is, Rashawn, is, you know, it's a little difficult now for me to to do the pranks sometimes because everybody is caught on and they know Nephew Tommy's voice. But back then when I was first starting, they they didn't know that. So I was able to build this whole archive Mm -hmm. at that time. And now I look back and say, "Oh my god, Rushan McDonald, if he wouldn't have made me go in there, go into the studio, cut these uh these uh, prank calls, I would not have had this type of library at all." And um I say, "Thank you, brother. Thank you for cracking that whip on me, putting it on me so I can uh, go in there and do do what you wanted me to do. I thought I thought you had lost your mind, but now I look back and say, "Oh my god, and and Rashad, now you know, like we were talking about resources before, you know, I went to um, Yolanda Adams, asked her, you know, how do I get my stuff like, uh, like you got your, your your CDs in Walmart, how do I do that? Yolanda Adams made one phone call and the next thing I know I was in Walmart. And um, my first check in, in one month out of Walmart was about 60 something thousand dollars and I was blown away. And and here I am sitting on all these pranks because you <laughs> made, me there, made me go in there and do these pranks. And I look back to Dave Rashawn, man, and, um, you know, every month YouTube sends me a check for my prank phone call. Right. So, brother, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm grateful.
2: <laughs> well, uh, thank you for the compliment. But, you know, it all comes back to talent. I always tell people, you know, a lot of people, you know, I'm a pusher, you know that. But I push right. people who I feel... But one thing do you... You work hard. Never take that away from you. And right. then the fact that you, you're gifted, and 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 uh, all the way back to our sister sister days. You know, when I was casting your sister oh sister. God. So you know, what I'm saying as the, <laughs> as the sheriff, as the sheriff, as the police officer. You know, you know. But it, that's what so people understand. Man, it's about when you talk about six degree relationships and all that, holding on to you know doing some things that you're uncomfortable with. When I say that, sometimes you do things you're not paid for. That's the uncomfortable part. When does this end game go to? But the problem is that when people look at your brand, they don't understand that it's a lot of work. You know, there's a lot of fun you're getting up every day you have to be topical you have to be ready you're talking you're working with one of the biggest stars in the world you never know what comes out of his head what direction he gonna go sometime and you gotta be ready for that and so that whole process that led you to be able to go into different acting scenarios but that, that prank phone call man I remember when I asked you I, I knew we were on to something and you've done some classic brother you've done celebrity prank phone calls You, but the, the beauty of it is that man you just you were able to manipulate you were remember when they uh, remember what one time they was uh when they when you couldn't do prank phone calls you had to get permission written permission and they tried to shut you down you figured that out don't worry about. It. I got this. I got this. And it was just, you know, but you, you didn't allow this, you know, you, you constantly moved the needle of maintaining your brand. And so I take the, the of the thank yous and all that, but I also give back the hard work when they were, when legally it was in a position to shut down your prank phone call, you push through that and you move hard, move forward. And then that leads you to your comedy days. And so I'm just letting everybody know that nephew Tommy is a brand, y'all. Thomas Miles, is the individual, but nephew Tommy is a, Brand talk about that, Nephew Tommy. Brands,
3: uh, wow, you know what, and, and, they're, and, they're, and you already know they're, they're really both two different people, Rashawn. You yep. know that <laughs> uh, they're two different people, but that brand I, I had no idea that it was going to soar to this, mm-hmm. um, to, to put me on, on the platform that I'm on. Um, you guys gave me an opportunity on the radio, and and we, you know, you took a shot at me, mm-hmm. and um, and, and it worked. The, uh, the the character itself, that that whole persona, it worked, and it just started building. And the next thing you know, you know, the whole name Thomas Miles had just completely gotten washed away, and it was, hey, I am this guy, nephew Tommy, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, you just start building on it. What can I do with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to just sit on it and not not capitalize on on this opportunity. I'm working for, you know, um, so, so this one of the biggest guys in the, in the business, so I have to figure out how to make this work. Even though I'm underneath his umbrella, mm-hmm. how do I still step out and shine a little bit and and make something my own? And I think this, um, you know, the pranks underneath Nephew Tommy, going out and doing stand-up, uh, you and I did it. We did a tour together where, you know, I was able to really showcase the characters mm-hmm. that, that are all trapped inside my head and, and, and being able to display that. But I, I think it all goes back to, we want to see this guy, Nephew Tommy, that we hear on the radio. We want to see what he has from a stand-up perspective. So when they came to see me, they had no idea what they were going to get. And, and to, you know, to, to set up a show the way I did, coming out first, mm-hmm. giving them 15, 20, 25 minutes off the top, mm-hmm. and then in between each comedian to give them different characters of, 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 of me, um, I think it was different. I think it was something that was very unexpected. And that that even strengthened that nephew Tommy brand. So um, you know, as we now move forward, it's like, okay, what else can I do? Right. I don't I don't wanna stop. You know, right. I wanna I wanna keep reaching for everything I can reach for. So I'm reaching for grits now. Let's see what I do with the right. grits. And we right. just, just keep going on and on, man.
0: It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.
1: What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination. Our sense of wonder. And our family bonds grow, too, because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree.
2: Well, I say nephew Tommy, the comedy club in Las Vegas. Okay. Atlantic city. Woo! Okay. i so am just let you know, you know, how I think, I don't, I don't think small, I think big, but I see the opportunity because you got the marketing tool, you got the social media. And so these things are really special. And when you start building out the relationships, you have to realize that, you know, Tamron Hall, with you going on there with your grits and all that, the good stuff. But more importantly, the part of Tyler that I, I always loved about Thomas is that he gave, he always give back. He always gave back. And when you were doing the military Tour, which you know, which was a great run for you when you was going over to entertaining the troops, and right. that that was a give back. that caught you, you know, you didn't see it coming, but boy, you dove in. It was something that you were proud to be a part of. Talk about that.
3: Uh, you know what, Rashawn man, I, I went over there uh, with with uh, not knowing what to expect. Uh, did two of those USO tours actually? Um, uh, my my first one was I was with Robert Ory. I was with um. Uh, Jordan Sparks, who won American Idol, uh, a young lady named Minka Kelly, an actress. So they had quite a few other talents there. and and But I was the guy that had to be that person, that host, that, you know, I call it the Black Bob Hope.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Go over and perform for the troops. And and I was just blown away by what I saw, just, just the, the you know, the front line, the people that represent the country. I couldn't believe how they put their lives on the line and um we were we were visiting hospitals and and we were in one guy's particular room and he had just come out of surgery and um he said um when he woke up we were we were all standing around his bed i mean he has just woken up from surgery and his 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 both his legs have been blown completely off mm. he's just coming out and he says you know i i would love to take pictures with you guys but i got to go i got to get back to my men they're, they're waiting for me and, and he doesn't even realize what has happened to him. Mm-hmm. And man, we're standing there, around and with tears running down our face. And and when we left, you know, we're heading back to the states. I asked one of the chief officers, you know, what happens to these people when they get back home? Mm-hmm. And he said, Well, you know, you know, uh, you know, America takes care. Of, we take care of our soldiers. I say, Well, how long does that take? He said, Well, sometimes it takes a minute because mm-hmm. you know you got to go through all of the, the procedures. And and so what? And I was like, Wow. So I came back and created miles of giving, uh, uh, and miles of giving is where we give to you right now, uh, regardless of your circumstances, we give to you right then and there. So, so, um, if, 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 you know, $1,500, $2,000, you'll be surprised what that means in a right now situation. Mm -hmm. And for somebody that's waiting on the government, that might be three or four months, six months a year before they start getting, uh, taken care of. So miles of giving, we are about right now and uh, we've been giving back to Wounded Veterans since, um, I don't know, 2012, I believe yes. is when I started.
2: Mm-hmm. 2012. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Like I said, you know, you know, that's a gun created out of the brand of Nephew Tommy. You know, that Nephew yeah. Tommy, that umbrella, that machine, that business. You know, I I envision a warehouse, just Nephew Tommy logo on it. Like, <laughs> you know, a hundred people working in there making T-shirts or mixing grits, you know, out there, you know, doing charity engagements and all that stuff. Because that's the vision, man. Because, you you know, we all sit back, Thomas, because we're both from Houston. And, you know, right. you, know, you, know, you know, your father was an amazing man who I always, you know, I always loved the fact about your father was that you actually lived in your father's life. You know, yeah. he didn't get a chance. You know, he became a blue collar worker and he didn't get a chance to pursue the entertainment career. Does that ever cross your mind, man, that, you know, you, you was a track star, but then <laughs> you, you, you were so far away from what he was, what his dream was. But now you yep. live in his dream. That really is an emotional moment, man, when I think about it.
3: You know what, man, I, I had no idea. You know, I, I was getting ready to. Um you know, I, I did all the, I did track all through high school, mm-hmm. and uh, and I also did drama all through high school, and and I chose the drama scholarship, and I actually thought that I disappointed him, that I disappointed him by not you didn't running track, you didn't, and man, I'm getting ready to, uh, getting ready to pull out of the driveway. He and my mother bought me a brand new little Toyota pickup truck, mm-hmm. and I'm getting ready to go off to college, and the whole bed of the truck is loaded, and. And that's when he's standing there saying, um, you know, you 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 got my dream. I was like, what what are, what are you talking about? Because he's he's crying and I'm like, what are you what's going on? He said, You got my dream. I said, I said, No, I'm not, I'm not running track pops. You know, I'm 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 gonna pursue this theater thing. He said, Yeah, you got my dream. I said, What are you talking about? And that's when he tells me that he was a theater major at um Texas Southern University. Mm-hmm. And he had to drop out of school because um, he had to help his mother and his father help raise his siblings. Because my dad was the oldest, mm-hmm. and he said, "You got my dream, so it's up to you to do something with it." What you gonna do with my dream? So um, I hope I'm,
2: I hope I'm making him proud. Hey, brother, look at here, Thomas. <laughs> First of all, you made him proud. You know, what I'm saying uh, I know what you did before he passed away, and I know what you're doing now. That's why I, I you know, I when, I, when I before we got in the car, I said, Thomas, I want to slow this down. I said because I, I know him so well. Sometimes I miss these moments in conversation because you just blow past them. You think that, hey, let's not talk about that. But I knew that, you know, one of my greatest disappointments was I didn't get to meet your dad. You know, I told you that. I said, man, I'm so mad, brother. I'm so mad. Because, you know, know, because the stories, you know, when Sheila Jackson Lee got up there, man, and started telling the stories, man. I just went, he knew everybody. He knew (laughs) everybody. everybody
3: home Home depot legend yes
2: yes yes and that's the beauty so so that's why i really love the fact that now they're ready for love you know came back to houston thomas came back to houston thomas that's what i'm saying man your dad your family your mom bought a house for her all these things man to bring your your gifts Cause a lot of people doubt, you know. I know when I quit IBM and just told people I wanted to do stand-up comedy. Yeah, okay, really? Next day to Murphy. Right, right, right. So a yeah. lot of people question that process because it's not a nine-to-five job. They don't understand. But yeah. brother, to bring Ready for Love, let's tell us about. Let's tell tell everybody about what Ready for Love is, and then we'll talk about bringing it back to Houston.
3: <laughs> Let me tell you this. Okay. For those that don't know, Ready to Love is a is a dating show, <laughs> and uh, it's not your typical dating show. You know, your typical dating show, people are in their 20s, life is just getting started. This is different. These, these people are in their 30s, 40s. Some are in their 50s. People have been married, gotten divorced. You even have people who are uh, mostly career-driven, haven't taken time to find a relationship, and um, they come on Ready to Love. So we start out with 20 singles, 10 men and 10 women. And it's a uh, it's a process of elimination. The power shifts back and forth from the men to the women. Women eliminate men, men eliminate women. And it's a 10-week journey. And at the end of that 10 weeks, we wind up with six people, six people, three couples who have hopefully found love. That is that's the prize. There is no million dollars, no trip around the world. Love <laughs> is the prize. That's what you win. I am your host. I'm your your Cupid, your love coach, whatever you want to call it. And um, I navigate and guide these people on this journey. Uh, of finding love. And it is it is very exciting because people are tuning in every Friday night on the OWN Network to, um, you know, people are trying to pair it up. You know, who do I think is going to make it to mm-hmm, the end and mm-hmm. who do I think is going to connect with who? And it's just a great, grown, and sexy show. People are loving it. We're not we not on there fighting. We're not throwing drinks in thank each you, Thank you, thank
2: you, thank mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> you. We are having a good time. And Ready to Love is now, uh, here we are in Houston again um and, and and it's beautiful that we are we're showing off our city people get to see what houston is all about some of the night areas some of the great locations and monumental places in houston that people don't know about so uh you know i think sometimes when people think texas they think we got a, a horse sitting outside the house that's not the case <laughs> this is a fourth large hey, the city. you
2: made by turkey leg hut you made by the turkey leg hut
3: no, so we definitely put the turkey leg hut on it for sure. So, in all those type, those type of places, you know, even the breakfast club, you know, people, those black owned businesses that we wanted to make sure we we gave them the spotlight, and and we did that. So, uh, I'm excited about this season, man.
2: Well, you know, the thing about it is that you got the call from our boy Will Packer. You know, yeah. who's. Who you know we 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 watch him grow too. You know what I'm saying. And Stephen, and I was blessed to have a relationship on the uh, Think Like a Man. Would you appear in the Think Like a Man movie? And he, and he also right. did Think Like a Man too. And that we all know that was the launch for Kevin Hart's career. Now was those two movies. So right. him making that phone call to you, he'd already known about you in previous movie. How was the what was the thought process of him telling you you want to host? Because you're stand up, you know. Right. So a lot of things run through your mind. Am I going to be funny? What can I right. do? And uh, so, But you had to be a, almost like a straight shooter in this situation and also take these relationships serious. Talk about that, how you had to process that.
3: You know what, we're First, the first was the phone call. Because right. the phone call,
2: I thought I was being pranked. That's what I thought.
3: <laughs> I thought, finally somebody got me. You know, but... But Will hit me up and said, hey, man, I, I, I got something for you. And, uh, you know, you know how Hollywood is. Rashawn. People mm-hmm. always say, hey, I'm going to have something for you. You know, I have my people call, your people, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. No, Will called directly and said, I got something for you. And I was like, okay. And uh, I was overwhelmed, man. You know, I get teary-eyed. I was all emotional. But I was grateful that he called me. He said, man, you and your wife uh, are, have been together for a long time. This is for you. So I had to digest this as how do I take this in? Do I take this in as as a comedian? Because like you're saying, I can't I, we're not on there cracking jokes when people are really seriously trying to find a relationship. So I had to find a balance between the two. Mm-hmm. And, and really, Rashawn, if you, if you think about it, I kind of blended. Thomas Miles and nephew Tommy together, and that's how you know you get a little bit of a, a little bit of a balance. So both of the boys get to play, you know. So uh, you know everybody knows Thomas Miles is pretty serious, but right. nephew Tommy, you know, he uh, he likes to have fun. So a little blend, mm-hmm. and then of course, um, just 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 uh, you know a guy that's been married uh, for a long time. Um, even my parents, who were married up until the day my father left here, I have nothing but that to go off of, which is a great mold to look at. So, you know, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a person that has a, a textbook for this. I don't have a formula. All I can do is try to share with these people that are trying to find love what I've gone through and what I've seen my folks go through and give them honest, true advice and that's what they like about it.
2: Well you know I, I wanna close the show in this whole scenario ready to love. Cause you know I built this character that few time in which you you was able to grow to yep. this amazing uh persona that is today. But along the way it was a young lady that we that that loved you. You know, had children with you, had a couple of, couple of I mean, a uh, couple of TV shows, you know. But, you know, you had to go through a point where, you know, you you were a single guy on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She had to stand by that ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Well, Rashawn said, I got to be single, baby. Okay, okay. And now, you know, you're back in Houston. She made an appearance on the show. Just talk about her, man. Having that that, that soldier, that female soldier by your side all these uh. years on
3: you know Rashawn, she's 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 that ride or die man. Um, you know, when we first started out, uh, I didn't have no money, I mm. had nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, she was the one with with the good job and and um, you know engineer out of Texas A and M. So she was holding us together, man. And um, you know, I just you know, I I I wanted to make sure I stepped up for someone that had so much confidence in me and my career that had hadn't even started yet, but just 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 told me that I could do it. Um, You know, it got to the point once I got on the radio with you guys and things started to turn, you know, that's when I wanted to to put the shoe on the other foot where you know, my wife don't have to work no more. Mm -hmm. And and I love that. I love the fact that she carried the load. I mean, think about it, Even the cars I had in (laughs) L.A., they was hers. They wasn't mine. I had nothing. (laughs) So, So... so you know, you know she 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 took care of me. We wrote it out, and to be able to to um, turn around and give her the world, and then for a TV show to come back to my hometown, and then you put your queen on there with you, uh, you you can't write that. You you just can't write it. It's it's beautiful. Uh, she's on. She's appearing on four episodes this season. I love it, and she just shares her honest opinion, man. So I I, I think it's good.
2: Well brother, I-, I love you, Thomas. And uh I love Thomas I love both of you. Thomas Mile and nephew <laughs> Thomas. But more in fact, I, I love the fact you're really embracing the brand and you see the business side of it. That's what Money Making Conversations is all about, man. And good luck. You owe me some grits because so I put yeah, it on my TV show. But again, man, uh, heart and soul and spicy love, baby. You know, <laughs> I ain't going to mess with the sugar. <laughs> and, you know? and, and sweet as, as sass. <laughs> I, I, I know you're going to say that. I know you're going to say that. I know you're going to say that. But, brother, I love you, man. And thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations.
3: I love man. you, Mac. Thank you for having me, man. Take care.
2: If you want to hear more, awesome. Uh, uh, see more interviews of Money Making Conversations, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. or subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.
0: In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.
3: The Black Effect Presents Features honest conversations and exclusive interviews A space for artists, everyday people, and listeners To amplify, elevate, and empower black voices With great conversations Make sure to listen to the Black Effect Presents podcast On iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts